Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. Today, I am, I'm always Nick Jenkins, but today <laughs> I am joined by three friends. First, Tobin Addington. Hello. Hello. Nicole Sweeney. Hello. And Matthew Gatos. Hi. And today we are <laughs> wrapping up what has been a painful experience for many people. Uh, I enjoyed it until this movie, <laughs> but... This is our final discussion on Highlander. We watched Highlander, The Source, the fifth and final feature film uh, from the mind of Gregory Wyden that germinated into this mess. I was curious if you were going to find some more alliteration. The way you emphasized those Fs, oh, I was I? like, ooh, where's he going? That finest feature film of this fucker. Oh, but that's just of this wrong, franchise? Yeah. 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 Well, of, oh yeah, franchise. That's yeah. Of this fucking franchise. <laughs> franchise. Um, yeah, this is... We're uh, finally finished. We're finally we're finished. Done. With the fucking franchise. They're gonna, you know what's going to happen like tomorrow? They're going to be like, yo, Christopher Lambert <laughs> no! is back. No! Reboot coming 2020. Yep, yep, yep. No! And then we're all going to have to sadly go to the theater and watch <laughs> yes. that piece of shit. I mean, I'll ask you guys, but I, I would understand if you said no. Yeah. I, the one that keeps they keep talking about is the one with Bradley Cooper. Like they're going to remake. They want to remake. Wait, yeah. what? They want to remake it with Bradley Cooper as Connor McCloud. And he was signed on for a while, but then it had one of those things where it's like they sign on for – I don't think it was pay or play, but they signed on, he signed on for a specific amount of time. And if it doesn't happen within this yeah, amount of time, he's, he's free to it. walk away. Yeah. So uh, they signed him on before he got like way more famous probably? I don't think so because oh. this was not that long ago. This okay. was like A-team time. Huh. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. eighteen time, sure. yes. But that's like now he's pre- Oscar bound, and yeah. I, I, my guess is that Highlander might not be in his place. However, however, if he does, Ryan I will, Reynolds I was another that. person I'll who was attached it, to it. But they shouldn't do it. Yes, exactly. See, like, yes, yeah. I would see it, but they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I no. They should have Lady Gaga be the lead. Now, now, that, right. <sighs> I was about to say everyone should just let Highlander die. Okay. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> Lady Gaga as Highlander. Yeah. Maybe. Alternate idea. Which Now we're just like, how do we fix the whole thing? Uh, I'm fine with that. But <laughs> if you're going to do it, just cast like David Tennant or an, like an actual Scottish person. I mean, like, what do here's you mean the thing. an actual Scottish person? Matt? <laughs> here's here's the problem though, and a problem that they could run into very easily. Like you want to at least get three or four films. Yeah, right? you also don't want David Tennant playing an immortal. He's guy already again. like fifty yeah. something. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's I mean that's a problem you're going to run into with Bradley Cooper as well. He's starting to get up there, but uh, also Scottish. Like I was having this conversation with why is it I guess theater does this too but I'm not a, a theater person but like why is it all like if you watch most movies every American is played by an Australian or a Brit every Brit <laughs> is played by an American or Australian like they, nobody gets cast for like it's it's weird That's to weird. me like mm-hmm. and then there's you know the beyond that which is the 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 weird whitewashing of things and everything like I don't get it like why can't why isn't casting just hey this is the role what if we found someone who actually is that thing? Wow. 
Wow. Innovative. A, right? <laughs> yeah. I got big ideas, guys. Or, or I mean, you know, th- this is, I understand that this is problematic as well, but like, you know, change it so they're not Scottish. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. he's just a, he's a New Yorker. Call it Lowlander. Lowlander. <laughs> yeah. Let it die. Let it die. Or, yes, or, well, just or, let it die. Or let yeah, it die. That's also a good option. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we've said the name of the film yet. It's Highlander <laughs> the Source. And if you're a Highlander fan, which at the time this came out, I was, uh, it was a title that we went, oh, no. Because none of us, the, the mystery of this is the cool thing. In, in Like the sword fighting is not great until the fourth one. And the, you know, the, the acting's not great or anything like that, but the idea is cool and the mystery of it. And then, so now you're going to make one. That was the problem with Highlander 2 was like, I'm going to explain it all away. Mm-hmm. They were aliens or time travelers or whatever it ended up being. They were time traveling <laughs> aliens. And now they're making a whole movie called The Source. We'll get into what The Source actually is and how it works or doesn't Will or we? whatever. Yes. Will we? I, <laughs> luckily for those fans who may have been expecting to be overexplained, do not worry. <laughs> Nothing was explained. Despite their constant explaining. Yes, yes, yes. Well, they, they did a lot of explaining. A lot of, a lot of looking a lot up of at exposition, the sky. But yeah. not a lot of explanation. Oh, there were two narrations. Yeah, there's man. a lot. Yes, like the, the whole movie is there's like an opening full screen text with the rules and then at the end we get a, a, a narration yeah recap with a montage of the movie previously so on like, the movie you just watched yes. <laughs> it felt very much like a previously on like in case you missed the movie you just watched now you're caught up which to be fair you might have nodded I, uh, off in the, look you know. I, I was I you know I, I kind of did miss I was about to say appreciate that's incorrect I did not appreciate it but I definitely was not fully like paying attention to the movie I just watched. So, yeah. sure. <laughs> this movie's a mess. But <laughs> before we get too far into that, we need to do our 60 second plot dump. That person's going to be Tobin. All right. I think good. you're going to bookend it for us. I'm not. Because I stopped sure. taking notes like halfway through this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try. I didn't realize I did it. And then I opened up my laptop just now. I was like, uh oh. Which is fair. I think yeah. everyone involved just gave up. Joe's so. death is the last note I took. That's the midway point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, Highlander the Source, 60 second plot dump from Tobin Addington in three, two, one. So the world's a shithole, and there's an apocalypse coming that has something to do with aligned celestial bodies. Duncan McLeod is a sad sack. Immortals are all looking for this thing called the Source, which is some kind of power that's never really explained. There's a baddie coming for them called the Guardian. Uh, Duncan loves Anna. We learn in a flashback that she left him because they couldn't have kids. They visit an elder who seems to be uh, left over from Battlefield Earth, uh, who sends them on part of their quest. Anna has some sort of powers vis-a-vis the Source that we don't understand, sort of helping them find it. They quest to an island where they're suddenly mortal for some reason, uh, which they don't really grapple with. They're caught by cannibals. They escape with help from from the Guardian. There's a final confrontation between Duncan and the Guardian where Duncan chooses not to kill him. So he just kind of disappears. And then they have this sort of previously on thing we've talked about uh, and and a montage narrated by Anna. and, and, And somehow the source has something to do with life and him having a pure heart. And and then thank God it's fine. Oh, and they can have a baby and it's over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, wow, that yeah, was that's, very good. Uh, you you captured the feeling of the <laughs> end. Yeah. Oh, they had a baby. Yeah, and then there's a weird 2001 Space Odyssey yes. baby at the end. That made yep. me the most angry. Yeah, you, you can't you can't reference that here in this movie. You're a good enough movie. You don't need to reference 2001. <laughs> well. <laughs> 
No, it wasn't a good enough movie. Uh, okay, let's just dive right into this. Um, I'll do a little bit of background here. Uh, Adrian Paul, Duncan McLeod, did not want to do this movie. That shows. <laughs> yeah. That's why he has the accent for one line. His first line of the film, he has a Scottish accent, and then it just goes away. Mm. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I hated this movie. Like, I, I don't hate any of the other Highlander We finally movies. got Nick on our side. Yeah, this one, this is the one that, like, now, I want to be clear. I had a migraine when I was watching it. Mm. I went home from work early with a migraine. Mm. And watch it, this movie. Yeah. I, I did. I, I was like, I have to watch it tonight because yeah. it was last night. Not the most soothing visual experience. And, um, I feel like it would give you a migraine yeah. if you don't already have one. Well, yeah. And by the end of it, well, so I had, this also was the first movie that took me two sittings to get through on this podcast. Like I got about halfway through it and was like, I don't, I'm gonna, I am unhappy. So <laughs> I stopped it and then I was going to finish it last night and I did, but my God, my head was just pounding by the mm. end of it. Uh, and so it was a miserable experience. Now I've seen this movie before, uh, two times. I saw it when it premiered on the sci-fi channel, uh, which was its grand opening, which that wasn't supposed to be its grand opening. I don't think, I think it was supposed to be a feature film, but when you look at it, like Nicole, you pointed out. Yeah. I I was like looking up something else, but I, and I I noticed that it, that that is where it was released. And I was like, this suddenly makes things make sense because Mm -hmm. it looks like a TV show on the sci-fi channel in the mid two thousands. I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Now, now things are clicking into place. And it it says $13 million budget, (laughs) which eh, it's, it's a fairly low budget for 2005, six terms of an action adventure, science fiction extravaganza. Uh, you'd think the sword fighting would still be better. There's, there's not much in here, but it, what oh. is in here is just bad. It's just heavily edited and yeah. CGI'd to be the worst. Yeah, mm-hmm. and painful, mm-hmm. and it's it's there's flash cuts and mm-hmm. and sped up motion, and, and oh, it's so it's so hard to watch. So that I, I, I've never liked this movie, but this last <laughs> watching experience was particularly unpleasant. So. Uh, keep that in mind as we're talking about it but uh, Adrian Paul didn't want to do it none of the actors really wanted to like they felt like Highlander 4 underperformed and it wasn't very good and so why should we do another one but you know there there are two things here one you know capitalize on a franchise but also if you run a production company you want to keep your people employed and if this is the property that you have you know you you Mm want to try to make more of it it's one of the reasons that Lucas sold Lucasfilm was so that he could make sure if he sold it to Disney, they were going to make more films. So that means Lucasfilm employees stay employed and they get to keep doing what they want to do. Great. I think that's that's true. But you can make a better movie is, <laughs> is my problem. Mm-hmm. This this movie. I don't know what they were trying to do with this movie. Can I ask how was was the TV show done? Oh, yeah. By this time? Yeah. TV show wrapped up and I think. Ninety nine? Wow, really? Something like that. So I, this is like, it's like six years later, they decided, you know what? Let's get the band back together. <laughs> not the whole band, though, because Connor's not here, and we will never mention him again. Yeah, right. Yep. I did find that funny. They didn't mention him. That's so weird. Yep. This guy that, like, okay, if you want to continue a franchise, he's been the mm, heart of the franchise the whole time, and yet. You exclude him completely mm-hmm. from the finale. I mean, I, I, that didn't bother me. A, a, it, it didn't was bother weird. me. It's no, but it's not weird because none. There's no like nothing tracks. Nothing no. tracks in any of these movies. I will so say it's not weird. the one thing we were talking about the editing style a bit of this film. 
every other Highlander movie we've watched, I've always been surprised at the year it came out. Because I was like, oh, that seems like uh, it was like uh-huh. mid-80s. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. We watched one from like 98, and I'm like, that wasn't 87. <laughs> what? <laughs> that looks horrible. <laughs> this one, I had no doubt yeah. when yep. this movie was released <laughs> yeah. because of the exact, like, the CGI quality, some of the editing style. I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is like right. every commercial and music video that yep. came out in the early to mid-2000s. Right. <laughs> So I hated it. <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't use that word lightly. Like, this, I, this was unpleasant for me. Uh, but Tobin, you seemed to, th- to hint when you were coming in that we might have differing opinions. Hot take. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm I excited. I don't hate this movie. I think this might be the one I would want to watch again the most of all what? the ones we've seen. Wow. I don't want to watch any of them again. Yeah. But, but if, if, you I, had to. if someone said to me, you have to watch a Highlander movie, this is probably the one that I would watch. Mm. Okay. I, I mean, I like couldn't <laughs> pick one to watch again. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I just like cannot like, mentally engage with this exercise. <laughs> However, uh, <laughs> that being said, I can sort of see that if only because this one didn't infuriate mm-hmm. me in the ways that a lot of the others did. This was like this was probably the closest that I have come to finding finding it bad in a way that felt comical this is sort of like mm-hmm. my my constant struggle mm-hmm. on this podcast yeah. is it like i it's just like that's just never like funny or fun right. for me this actually was fun like there were places where it was bad and i was like this is fucking ridiculous i'm like i can laugh at you because i hate you <laughs> <laughs> uh and there were no women in dumpsters also not a single I, woman I, in dumpsters. not a single woman was literally or metaphorically placed in a dumpster so i mean this was probably yeah this movie was the kindest to women yes. aside from the very first woman well yes the, the, the movie opens with but an attempted kind of like, rape it's kind like, of like a batman kind of opening yeah, of yeah. like literally like duncan's on a rooftop like jumping yes. down on these like, two listening for crimes yeah. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah i hear a lady who might oh. be my lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean that yeah. yeah did Zack Snyder direct this because that's sort <laughs> that of the Superman <laughs> that's the Superman thing he can hear Lois wherever <laughs> can't hear anyone else not his mother nothing like that but he well, can his hear his mother's Lois. dead no 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 Sup- not oh they said Sup- Batman no, sorry Superman. Martha <laughs> yeah the other Martha um, I think I this is definitely not the one I would choose to rewatch just because it I think I had the similar reaction to Nick of just kind of like it infuriated me. And every time they would do another dumb thing, I'm just like, we're only 35 minutes into this movie. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And it's the shortest one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did not that's feel a, like another oh, reason I would watch that. Uh, yeah, well, okay. That fair. is a that's, yeah. I wasn't going to engage with favor. this exercise, but shortest one. Shorter is better. <laughs> I, I lean towards and this is a lot of like revisionist history I think because uh-huh. at the time I'm sure I said I fucking hate this thing I never want to watch it again but I would lean towards either two because of the weirdness mm-hmm. of like the alien time travel thing because nope. at least it's different <laughs> or four because at least we had some new characters to think about the the sort of like monotony of three just feeling like oh we're doing this again I don't, three is a soft reboot yeah and of, I don't care yeah. about 
that enough to right, want to right, see it rebooted. Right. And it's this, ugly. Yeah, and this because I didn't watch anything beyond the one episode of the TV show that we watched for the last episode. Uh, I didn't care about any of these characters. Oh, right. let me be oh, clear. Yeah. I, are only... I never cared about any character <laughs> in yeah. any of these no, movies. No, that is absolutely <laughs> fair. But because I at least spent more time with Connor, sure. if I had to rewatch one, I would rewatch a Connor McLeod one. Sure, that's There's sure. a whole yeah. bunch of characters in this, mo- in this movie and only three of them were from the show. Duncan, uh, Mythos, and Joe. Joe. That's it. Okay. All of these other characters are new, mm-hmm. and they're weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very... I mean, I understand... That priest I, with the weird hair. Well, again, I like the idea behind... You have five immortals who come from very different time periods. Absolutely. And some of them are more stuck in their time periods than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly just the priest. All the other ones have kind of kept up. Uh, but I like that they're all different ages and they kind of found each other and made this little gang. They're princes of the universe. Uh, oh, they started doing Queen re- remakes too in this. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was, was terrible. A, oh, there's, there's very, very Nothing bad. good here. Also, the Guardian sings. sings Who Wants to Live Forever. <laughs> what? The ca- a character, the bad guy in the movie, uh-huh. sings the theme song to the first movie in the movie. Ah. And it's uh, not called out. Like, no. It, it's just, who wants? Isn't that not funny? Oh, no, I laughed at it, (laughs) but I don't know why it's there. They didn't think it was funny. No, that's it. They did. Right. That's the the problem with the movie, but... That's the problem with the Guardian. (laughs) I think the Guardian is hilarious in many of his scenes and the way he behaves because he is clearly in a different movie. (laughs) He's like in uh, the remake of 13 Ghosts with Matthew Lillard, if Mm. anyone saw that. Nope. There's like a ghost in that that like twitches and glitches around a lot. Yeah, the Mm. the twitchiness of his movements was just like, why are you doing this? He's a character who looks and acts like nothing we've ever seen in any of the Uh Highlander films and looks and acts like nothing else in this film and no one seems bothered by nope. that mm-hmm. nope. like they're fooled by him a couple times and yet don't realize like oh it's because he moves fast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why I didn't know he showed up there is not a lot of strategic thinking among no. <laughs> these people who apparently have been alive forever I mean right? you know or hundreds of years you would think they would have developed some situational awareness like people are wanting to cut their heads off but, but they even but, have oh. a moment where they could ex- explore that for just a second what so <laughs> why don't they all just wear metal collars all the time? Now that was smart. Well, you wore that metal collar, well, and like, like, what, like, and why not all the time? Well, I, that's I know, but but you see it and say, oh, somebody after hundreds of years right. figured out yeah. to cover their necks cover with something that could, that could stop a sword. Yeah. Why did only the bad guy figure that <laughs> out? Because the rest of them are dumb, which they've been dumb all along. I don't. This is not, uh, you know. I How have you lived this long? Because <laughs> nobody, they just get shot all the time. They don't get their heads chopped off. Oh, they do get shot a lot. There's, a, I mean, okay, I, I do have some, <laughs> like, bad movie problems with this, mm. which are like, in the beginning, one of the immortals cuts a chain off of a clearly abandoned building mm. that is being guarded by a security guard <laughs> with TVs. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Wait, walk us through this whole scene, because every bit of it is this nuts. Is, <laughs> yep. Because what happens next? Well, okay, so he goes, he sneaks past the security guard, and then he opens an elevator door and the guard looks at him and he goes, oh, no, no, no. And then the guard shoots him 12 times. Yeah. And that's just just opens fire. Uh-huh. And then he falls into the elevator and the elevator goes up to the top floor and he becomes, he wakes up from being dead. And then he takes his sword out, stabs the elevator controls to keep it from going up because that's how elevators work. <laughs> and 
and then he also never pushed the button to go up to the top floor. No. He pushed it with his knife on the way. He stabbed that first. Oh, oh that's a good point. Stab yeah. and then the rest. <laughs> yeah. And then so he's there. I don't know. I, I've seen this three times. I don't know exactly why he is in that building because he has coordinates on a map mm-hmm. that I thought in one small clever part. The map got blood all over it because mm-hmm. he got shot. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then he he tells the other immortals to go find this thing. With, with <laughs> this, he, he, this he, he's trying to get to a place where he can communicate with these other people. Okay. Apparently it's a high right. rise it's is a, what you he, need. High enough to get the signal out, whatever it is. It's not explained, it's not, but that's the idea is that he has okay. to get there to, to tell them where the source is. He's got coordinates to the source. Okay. Yeah. But, and then, then, but, but then, then it's on the, the map is bloody and he's yeah. He, my favorite he didn't think part, to memorize them. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, this is like this is an important information. This is yeah. the location of the Holy Grail. Right. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just put it on this. It's map. just on my, it's on my little <laughs> yeah. on map. this parchment tucked yeah. in my yeah. pocket. You've got 3D hollow screens, but yes, I gotta rely yes. on this peach of parchment. Right. Uh, my favorite part though is when he's doing that, they cut back to the security guard who's again just chilling at his desk. <laughs> yes, After yes, he yes. just fired twelve shots into a guy who died in the elevator, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna do anything about no, that. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to like call anybody. No, don't need to like. I'm not gonna that clean in. that up. I'm not gonna call nope. anyone. I'm just gonna sit here and watch the monitors again. Yep. Maybe because it's an abandoned building, he doesn't actually work there. Maybe he's just hanging out shooting people who come into oh. the building. Oh. <laughs> what a weird cover. <laughs> that would be great. That's where he's watching sports and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. But like, this is my fucking building yeah. <laughs> and because of that he gets his head ripped off and mm. thrown down a hallway which again was like was that supposed to be funny because it felt kind of funny when it the bounced head bounced on it like <laughs> but then they have sorry abby i made a weird sound and she looked weird at me <laughs> what was that? Yeah. uh they 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 have a very nice bmw mm-hmm. in in the apocalypse that is not the apocalypse yet but it is just one apocalypse that is preceding it's the apocalypse coming. eve yes it's apocalypse <laughs> yes. eve very good <laughs> But they have a very nice BMW. You could have saved money on your budget there. Get a beat up BMW for a hundred bucks, which would have been in keeping with the aesthetic of the movie. Yes, that's my problem. It doesn't feel. It feels like whose is this? And then I was was it Duncan's? I don't know. I think it's one they got from the the dock where they kill all those guys. Oh, and they go to quote unquote an island. It's hard to tell because there's a music video thing happening there, and that 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 is so confusing with what's going on. Well, and then there's cannibals. Yes. And there's a guy that the cannibals have captured, and they're going to burn him to death in some tires, and he's wearing a business suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where is he from? He, maybe it's his BMW. Oh, I bet it was his BMW. And it, <laughs> but they saved him, so he just gave them. He gifted them the BMW. Apparently. Uh, and but, stayed behind? Why not? Maybe put him back. Look. I do not mean to be the apologist <laughs> yeah. for this. But they were dropped off by a ship. It's possible that they send him back on the ship that they were on. See, I I thought, it's terrible. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I didn't pay it's enough bad. attention to his outfit if it was like a business suit or whatever. But they did allude to that fact that there was like another ship captain who had gone there and hadn't come back or something. So I thought maybe oh, he maybe was the ship captain. captain. Could yeah, be. Good call. Boy, that flew right over my head, though. Well, the, 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 the other ship, ship captain that is... All right, but we only get him for like two lines. He's just like, "Wait, you want to go there? Meh, we're not going there." <laughs> Arg. Yeah, basically. And then he's like, ah, "Fine, whatever. It's your skin." But like, my point. This goes back yeah, to sorry, your point. That they pull up to this huge wall with a human tied to it, t- tied to the wall, and one of them says, "That's a trap." And then they just go in closer. Like you, even in the show, Mythos is known for being a strategic. He led armies in, you know, in Rome and did all kinds of shit. And 
he's just like, no, let's just pull up closer to the to the thing that is clearly a trap. Uh, there's no that didn't. There's nothing. There's they're they're freed. They're, they're, I hate it when characters <laughs> don't do anything themselves. They're freed by the bad guy near the end of the movie. Oh, oh the bad guy. While both interesting and different from a lot of things that at least have happened in Highlander films before, is one of like the most stereotypically bad bad guys in the way they've written him. Of he's all powerful essentially. He can show up anywhere yep. at any time, pretty much, and surprise anyone and just murder them instantly, and they won't see it coming. So why doesn't he just do that immediately to everyone? Yes. Because oh, I, can't, I, can't, I cannot believe this. Oh, I can't. We learn in a flashback when they're talking to the. I cannot believe this when they're talking to the elder that the elder and this other immortal were going to find the source yep. and they didn't know what the source was and the source got mad at them and turned the other guy into the guardian into this now the bad guy of the thing. Right. Right. And that there the source is waiting for one for one. We don't know it yet, but one true-hearted immortal to come to the source for, to do what? I don't fucking know. But that's the whole idea. And so the Guardian is actually not trying to kill them all. He's trying to cull them so that the right one comes to the source, that he yeah. can fight and then make it a tr- – it's, it's bad. It is not yeah. good. But behind there, there is some kind of idea that is kind of vaguely interesting, that the guy that you think is just out to kill everybody is actually – trying to lure Duncan to the to the source. Well, you could also say that he is looking for release yeah, because right. that's what the other what the elder is looking for because they're both spend forever rotting right. basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, he's hoping somebody's going to come and best him. So and, that that person can become the guardian. Yeah. Actually probably One of them got problems. a lot better into that deal. Oh, yeah. as far as the <laughs> yes. like oh, eternally yeah. living thing, it's like, okay, so yeah. one of you is a blob in a cave, right? And the <laughs> other one has superpowers uh-huh. and a yeah. sweet Neck shield. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you won, Guardian. Yeah, and some cool thimbles. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that was so, again, that's past its prime. Like those long, <laughs> those those finger ring things were 90. Oh, no, no, no. I worked at Hot Topic in like 2009 ish. We totally sold oh, those. Wow. Okay. Never yeah. mind. My friends were ahead of the, of the curve. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 When I was in junior college, I had Innovators. a friend that had them, and I was like, those are sweet, dude. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this movie is a weird, tragic send off for this. It's weird because like I have such fond memories of of quote unquote Highlander. Mm -hmm. But now watching them, they're all bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like this one, it feels like a, a, a sad squeak of a of a gasp of a last breath. It is kind of disappointing that like. They didn't get to go out on some sort. Like I feel like the last movie was the one if you're gonna just go out. Well, and that was Adrian Paul's thing. He's like, this wasn't like, you know we're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, like we're you had done. Connor We've... and Duncan finally come together. Right. You you merge all your Highlander universes. End it. Yeah. Like don't go out on a Connorless Highlander. No, I, I mean I'm, I'm okay to go out on a Connorless Highlander. I just <laughs> want see, a better movie. See, to me, Connor is the Highlander. And any time they add another one with Duncan or the anime has another one or the video games are another, they just keep adding McClouds to this world. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, uh, I don't care at all about any other McCloud. I barely care about Connor. So <laughs> right. like, but if you want me to stick with a franchise, don't suddenly make it about somebody else. So like Especially la- when you're a yeah. fucking franchise, this whole thing is there can only be one. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There can only be me. <laughs> oh God. And then the CG headshot. So, Nicole, 
Yeah. You've had to suffer through five movies. Yeah, now, just I know we, me. Nobody we, else. Yeah, no, we all have. <laughs> I know, but you and I have talked about it more, I think, yep. and the fact that I have made you suffer mm-hmm. with these I think out movies. of all of us, Nicole is the least likely to have watched these on her own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Me and Tobin might have watched these yeah. just because. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I know. I, well, part of why. Part of how I uh-huh. ended up in this position in the first place <laughs> is because people had been asking to do a snarkathon of the first movie for years, and so that is like the, honestly the bulk of my knowledge of Highlander what came from that mm-hmm. came from like people asking us to do it, and then I was like, oh okay, yeah, like sure we can do this thing, but I I so like maybe maybe I would have watched the first one on my own, and then that would have been it, and yes, that would have been the end of the line. I, I nothing about that movie made me go, wow, I wonder what they're gonna do next. <laughs> <laughs> and I nothing mean, anybody could have told you about the other ones would make you think, oh yeah, I will check that yeah, out. Correct, yeah. correct. Especially when they're like, oh well, don't worry, the next one. Aliens. <laughs> I don't know. See, that would have made me go, what? It made me go, what? But I don't know if it would have made me go, oh, I have to see yeah. that. Yeah, no, that would not have would not have uh, gotten me in. But what was your experience with the source? I mean, at this point, I'm just like, <laughs> I went into this just resigned, first of all. Like, been through so many of these. I continue to be angry that sequels exist because they're all so bad. Like, I'm, I'm watching... Your outrage at this movie that you hate so much, and I'm I'm kind of enjoying how this is leaving you at a yeah. loss for words. To be perfectly honest, Look, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I also I'm like, uh, you wanted a better movie. If they none of them were good, they were all bad. So I don't know how you expected them to give you a better movie. Like, and so this to me is just like I it's. I think it's bad in different ways from the other movies. I think it's like really impressive. We we did talk about Nick and I briefly talked about this. I am I am impressed by how they've found so many different ways to make a bad movie <laughs> out of this franchise. Like they're like they're fine. There were still ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they found. You give new them a things. couple more. There'll be like some vampires. Yeah. They'll work in werewolves. Oh, there was right. an episode of the series that was about See? a vampire. Of course, yeah. of course, there was. Of course, why not? But you know what? God damn it! It was clever in the series. Sure. And they didn't sure let the series writers anywhere near any of the movies. And that just always pissed mm. me off too. They were huh. like, "Oh, the series is clever and fun and cute." Okay, you guys don't get to have anything to do. Well, with this the was at a time when they, that was there that's was a true. hard wall between yeah. series writers and feature writers. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, but I have to agree that, like, I think I don't mind a dumb bad movie. I mean, I can realize that it's bad. Mm-hmm. What I do mind and what irks me about this movie is how much of a visual assault. It was on me. Hmm. The editing, the sped up fight scenes that that looked really oddly cartoonish. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were some choices in here that seemed also this isn't this doesn't have to do with the visual assault, but like there were choices that it's like, okay, this feels like a twelve year old boy. Like <laughs> legitimately, this this feels like a fan film. Like sure. you gave a twelve year old boy some action figures and said, Hey, a storyboard or a movie for yes, us. Yes, that's what it felt like. The action sequences, the superhero music when all of the, uh, yes. when when Mythos and the priest and, and Reggie are, are getting their swords together and heading out on the road. It's just like, 
what are you doing? There's some very, very weird musical choices throughout this movie. Tobin alluded to one earlier that's like the halfway point when they go, when they find out the source is on this island, so they have to go to the island. They take the boat, they get to the island. And so all we see is like, we see a map, there's an island. It looks pretty small, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, this is going to be like a weird like jungle type yeah. thing or a weird, but then they show up and it's like, industrial docks and everything and like, oh this is a big important place and then we cut to a weird music video where they're driving into like the english countryside and i don't like i i questioned whether they were still on the island Mm -hmm. because none of it made sense Mm -hmm. and they just put music over it and had a weird montage of slow slow moments that was trying to convey something to you which i think was hey we filmed some scenes by the docks and we filmed some scenes by this house. We don't know how to get from one to the other. And I mean, like, that's filmmaking, right? Like, you you, you, you create the illusion that things are next to each other when they're not. When one's a set and, and one is the real right. location. Mm-hmm. And this did not do the job of linking them together in mm-hmm. any way. Um, but, you know, to go back to your point, it's like, the others, for some reason, as goofy and as stupid as they were, they didn't feel like they were assaulting me with with everything. And this movie, really from the get-go, bad green screen, uh, bad choreography. Like, it was weird. There was the one thing, like, the, see, now I would probably watch Highlander Endgame, which is the fourth one, again, because like, there's some cool fight scenes in it. Like Donnie Yen and That's Adrian true. Paul together, that was that was cool. Like I'll watch that again. I think Jacob Kell was hammy and 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 cool. This there's there, there's nothing for me to grab onto, and the stuff that is in there is not only just bad, but it's actually like pushing me away uh, from the screen, and that was what I suffered with. It was yes, it was exacerbated by the fact that I had a migraine. <laughs> but like I didn't have a migraine, and I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, I, I I find it to be just, it, I think a child, <laughs> like a child made a fan film is what this feels like. Everything, to, so much so that like, yeah, and then it goes to the source and the source gives him powers and stuff. And it's like, what power, what is it? Don't worry about it. Yeah. I maintain that that is true of yeah. every single one of these scripts. All of these movies feel like they were written by mm-hmm. a, like a, a 12 year old boy. <laughs> yep. This is like some 12 year old boy's fantasy of, oh man, I wish I could live forever. I, that's, and that, that, I, I don't remember which one. I've deleted all this information <laughs> from my brain, but I did describe one of these movies as like, this is some, like this is a self insert fanfic of some. I think that's the first one. For, uh, yeah, sure. What I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 from what I remember of all of them, it could be literally any of them. <laughs> uh, they're all just like, here's like a basic world, and they all feel like somebody's self-insert fanfic of, if I had the Highlander powers, here's what I'd be like, and whatever. I don't, I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with that. I think yeah. my, my distinction here is, and it, oh my God, it's getting down to little minute <laughs> distinctions <laughs> like this. But no this, one has talked about this movie as much as we have right now. Just saying this right no, now. That's Especially with as much passion. Who made it? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, right. This feels like a film that was written. Okay, the first film written by a 16 year old, made by adults, is how I feel it. That it worked out. This one, this one feels like written by a 12 year old, made by a 16 year old. That's what it feels like to me. 
it's mm-hmm. like, I can see that. The, the, okay. The, the, I do it, feel like every mm-hmm. like I was in I was just about to enter film school as like around this time, and I do feel like everyone in film school was making their movies look like this if they could. They, yeah. they this was how to try and make an impressive movie was to do as much as possible mm-hmm. as quickly and as loudly as possible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the the fact that there's like a billion cuts in this film and random frames of things and whip pans <laughs> is all them trying to be impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to also say I think that I think Hear me out, and uh-huh. I have reasons for this. Uh-huh. I think all of this was created in post. Like I, I oh, don't, yeah. I do not believe it was shot with this in mind because the director Brett Leonard has actually made some very good films. I, I don't want to say great films, but he has made some very good films. He made uh, Hideaway with Jeff Goldblum, which is a really good thriller. Um, he made uh, The Lawnmower Man, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's not a great film, but it's a it's a very good science it's fiction film. film for the time. It's a film, <laughs> a film, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. neither of those films are are loud mm-hmm. and fast. They're much more, I want to say kind of meditative. I would agree with you if it wasn't for the fight scenes, especially the last fight scene uh, between Duncan and the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would have shot that yeah, any other a... way than to shoot it for the way it was edited because Duncan's right. weird powers that he gets and like his spinning the Guardian into the ground, like oh my God. that. there's no way they shot a different version of that and said, hmm, how can we tweak this in editing? Right. Uh, but st- but story-wise, I mean, the narration at the beginning and the end, and even the, the title cards that come up with the rule, all this feels like we got to explain. We got to yes. fix. Yeah. We gotta, that felt the, very the, fan the, filmy to me, the, the um, intro rules. That, well, that, because Why? Because it was a fucking papyrus. <laughs> it all did, of the yeah. font, everything was in papyrus. Even the end credits. Hey, Jesus. It worked for Avatar. There, oh. are, there are three credits. A year after this came out. Jesus. On the, on the movie. And One of those is not. One of those is for a documentary that was about the movie. Oh, I noticed yeah. the documentary said, well, yeah, yeah. in any case, it feels like it's been it's been moved between hands. Also, does, didn't, did it feel to anybody else as though that recap montage thing had to do with like, oh, God, we're a little short? Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I assumed it was they had to hit the, the 120 right, yeah. to get a feature length film. You know, uh, our, our length here. Like, well, that, I feel like that's about some of the opening uh like intro voiceover as well because one when those rules came up I was like uh oh because yeah. the the way they lean into they cannot they have, have children have yes. I was like well I wonder what's we go. gonna happen baby. in this movie <laughs> yep. of course he's gonna have a baby uh, but then the opening uh, like voiceover after that that Anna's giving is about how there's two sides to this issue of believing in the source. Mm-hmm. One, that doesn't really come up at all. Like, mm-hmm. we don't get Duncan fighting this, really. Right. We get a, a slight moment of him not really wanting to go along with the plan, but since Anna's going, he's going to go. But he doesn't say, it's not like a Han Solo not believing in the Force type thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's like, ah, all right. Whereas right. that voiceover at the beginning is trying to give a narrative that's not there. Right. Because yeah. it's putting, also, it's putting Duncan and Zai or Zay. Zai. Zai. On the other side of this <laughs> issue, just throw her hands yeah. up. Yeah, but fuck off. They know. make him seem so important. This other immortal, and like they build him up as like there are two in our city: Duncan McLeod and, and Zach, this guy, and they yeah. both believe. <laughs> and then like the next thing we see of that guy is him getting murdered, and mm-hmm. I'm like, 
Okay, mm-hmm. I thought he was much more important because uh-huh. the movie told us he was. Right. right. No, th- having been hired to write voiceover to fix movies before, yeah. mm-hmm. th- that's exactly what this yeah. is. This is someone saying, what is this movie about? I don't know because they didn't have a fucking idea what it was about. So yeah. they have to in, in make something up, make uh-huh. you think or, or, or try and um, uh, confuse, misdirection, right? Oh, it's going to be about this. And then we're like, no, it's not at all. But they're hoping you don't remember that by the time you've been assaulted by the editing style and the and the music. Well, and and that, that actually ruined part of the movie for me the the voiceover because of that the Zayzai whatever his name is character if his his opening scene where he goes to the the building we were talking about and he mm-hmm. gets shot by the security guard after breaking in if we weren't told he's mm-hmm. an immortal mm-hmm. that's a way more effective scene right if he breaks in gets shot falls in the elevator and, and then, then we see up. him wake totally. up and like I hate that part I'm like Oh, he's one of the immortals. You mean if they trusted the audience at all? Yeah. Have, yeah. Instead of just like at, at all. Like <laughs> pause, freeze frame. This guy, immortal. All right, continue the movie. <laughs> right, right, right. Like that would have been very nice cinematic storytelling. It would have. Yeah. And like literally as I'm watching it, I'm trying to like erase it from my brain that I know that cuz I'm like, "Oh, this scene totally works." If well, I didn't know. That's an interesting thing too because like this film, I remember when this film was in production. And I, even as a Highlander fan at the time, I was like, oh, no, they're making another movie. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> like, make another series. Do something. Don't do, you know. But I know that it was in trouble a lot. Mm. And it was a very long process. So I'm wondering if even those fight scenes were reshot ah. as pickups. So maybe something. they had done some of the editing uh-huh. to make that all flashy. and Yeah. Stuff. And then, I, like, that would not surprise me. Um, because the fight scenes stand out to me as just like, they feel like they're in it from a different movie. They feel like they're in some sort of weird Tron fan fiction thing (laughs) that doesn't, I don't know why I said Tron that doesn't work either, but like, I don't know something where super speed is involved, Mm -hmm. but yeah, Yeah, it it, did remind me of something that I couldn't put my finger on. So if anyone out there knows what I'm thinking of, tell me, because there's some movie where like a bad guy has a similar superpower, might be a TV episode or something, but it was reminding me a lot of that and I couldn't remember what it was. So I didn't know if they had ripped that off Mm. or if it just was like happy coincidence, but it's, it could work uh, in a movie. Well, this is the thing. I think there are, much like with Highlander 1, I think there's ideas here that are interesting. Mm-hmm. They're just so mishandled mm-hmm. or not handled at all. Just like, you know, ah, oh, that's a good idea. Go. Mm-hmm. You know, The planets and, and are aligning very close to us. That means the source is coming. <laughs> yeah, if what? You, if you can see the planets that close, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I like, know. Yeah, like, uh, maybe that's why the apocalypse is coming, because <laughs> Saturn's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just see it. I'm no astronomer, but uh, <laughs> you know what? something tells me yeah. that. Oh, well, Reggie's quote is, this is outside the laws of celestial mechanics, <laughs> yes. is what he yells into uh-huh. his hollow screen. <laughs> the sure. only character I liked. Yeah, he's likable. I liked him. But, th- okay, there's another thing I wanted to talk about. Reggie has moments of levity, but I was so angered by the film that in the moments of levity, it just made me more angry. Like you said, <laughs> but a roast chicken would be nice. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Well, especially because they explain it later <laughs> when he's talking to Anna that he's purposefully acting dumb. Yeah. Because then people don't expect much of him. But why? They're, they're, yeah, why? Yeah. He's a fucking astronomer for a, a priest. <laughs> why are they expecting less of what? It, what is happening? Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> if he has had to survive for however many hundred years, means he has had to duel people and fight them. And if they think that he's a dud, then when they come with their swords, then he can suddenly be very good and 
kill them. Boy, that would have been nice to see. I, I again, not <laughs> not disagreeing, but there again, the, the idea there is something there. My, the, the there's a moment where Reggie is on where Reggie and Duncan are on lookout mm-hmm. for the Guardian because they're at this. They're on the island and they're in the uh, thing. Yeah, right? where Dun- Reggie's on lookout. Yeah. yeah. So Reggie, Duncan, are look, and then no, and then, Duncan's on sex duty. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. Right. The alternate title for this film. The, the number of bad. This ranks up with the bad choice of driving up to the trap, calling it a trap, and driving closer to the trap. It's like, you know, you don't have sex on look. No looky on. No nookie no, on looky. Unlucky. Yeah, it's oh, like that's, that's a cardinal fair. rule yeah. here. Uh-huh. And that after hundreds of years, you should know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, it and it's a very weird sex scene. It yep. is. It's just suddenly there's a lot of dry humping in the woods. Yeah, and like. Again, all of the sex scenes in these movies are weird and out of place, and they happen (laughs) at moments that I'm just like, why is there a sex scene Uh now? (laughs) Okay, Uh I I guess. No, you're right. Every single one. Every single one. (laughs) They just suddenly are happening. You're like, oh. Oh, oh, okay. There was no lead up to that at all. Nope. Nope. Uh, Worst place. Worst time, right? worst yeah. scene. At least in most of the movies, they're in a bed in a nice warm apartment. <laughs> That's true. This was on the lookout when a murderer is coming for uh-huh. you and you're in the woods. Uh-huh. And you're close to the source. Yeah. Fucking know. stupid, man. Like, it was... Who? Yeah. yeah. I am so offended by this movie. Can I tell you my other favorite part of this movie? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> So we're near the end of the movie and they're in the in the woods and they're the cannibals are racing after them and Duncan fights to save the priest guy or cardinal guy who then wanders off and then Mythos is his name this mm-hmm. is the other so Mythos then comes over and saves him saves Duncan and then he says something he's, he's sending Duncan on to the source saying you're the one only one who can do this it's I I knew all or whatever he mm-hmm. says he said I hoped it was me but it's you right and then he reaches behind a tree and pulls out a horse. He's <laughs> 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 like, I love this moment. <laughs> they, have, they, have, they have no more fucks to give here. They're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, there's a horse behind the tree. Yeah, yeah just grab a sure. horse. Hey, <laughs> me though should ride off on a horse. Where's he going to get the horse? From behind the tree. And they, they play it so straight in that moment. I, I My hat's off to you, sir. I mean... <laughs> That was hysterical. Another moment that got me like that, that was just a weird movie choice that I had a chuckle, was when they're going to see the Elder and they like they burst into the, the monk's uh, like weird fortress that they <laughs> yeah. have. Uh, when they're going in to see the Elder, they pull back a curtain. Like, but it's like a shower curtain. <laughs> like you hear the noise that it's got like shower curtain rings on this like little metal pipe. And I'm like, in the middle of this like medieval yeah, castle yeah, yeah. made everything's made of stone they're in robes they're, they're yes. carrying sticks like to it's get a... to the elder you have to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just like oh that's a bad production design yeah. you, or even sound design just change yes. it in sound just yeah, yeah. yeah. And all, you know leave a sound out like <laughs> yes, it's right. very clear like someone just used foley of a shower curtain like <laughs> yes. sliding across the thing and it just immediately took me out of that moment not that i was that far in yeah, it yeah. but <laughs> it just made me really notice that curtain mm-hmm. which is i'm guessing not the point mm-hmm. remember when they crashed the truck through the front door which is right where anna was standing yeah <laughs> and they had she had just moved and they they would have killed her Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not immortal because no. we can't have women immortals in no. these fucking movies. But uh, you just boom, and she. <laughs> they also, I thought there's gonna be a big deal made about like they spilled the holy water, but nah. It, yeah. Like they shot it in a way like here's three different angles of them running over the holy water, and uh-huh. then all the monks look kind of angry, and then it's just like take us to your elder, like 
All right. Well, they'll do it now that she's here. Yeah. The other the other best part is right before that when the, the immortals have all come to stand outside the big fortress and they try and get in and the guys shut the door and they won't let them in. And then they sort of stand around like, <laughs> yeah. what are we going to do now? Like, <laughs> and what do we do now? And there's a shot of someone climbing in a window, which is not clear that it's not one of them. It's yeah. just a person. And then someone looks up and said, who's that? And, and Duncan looks up and said, it's my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know those legs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? It was, I also thought it was like Reggie or somebody right. because yes. they're like there's only like maybe they're all in the shot I don't remember right. but it does seem like one of those sort of comedic moments of I don't know what do we do now and then one Meanwhile, of them had already run off right. to right. sneak in right. but nope, nope just a character that we didn't know was here <laughs> my wife was <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> <laughs> although try it again in a Scottish accent <laughs> which is probably the direction they gave to him every other line like, can you try it in a Scottish accent no okay <laughs> Moving on. All right, great, great. <laughs> so when they do it the same take over and over, and you're like, oh, okay, good. Oh, I good. just keep thinking I, of fun little weird bad moments now. <laughs> mm-hmm, the fact mm-hmm. that they have that's all this movie's good for. Yeah. Well, they have okay, so they had this super like futuristic technology of these hollow screens, and everyone's like communicating with each other through no devices. Really, we don't see like what they're looking into or what they're using for the projection, but. Then Joe still has like a flip phone. Yeah. And I think that's a good character trait for Joe. Mm -hmm. But immediately it was just like, oh, that's a 2005 phone. Right. Shouldn't they have like tried to future it up a little bit? Because I just feel like that suddenly was like, you're supposed to be like future apocalyptic world. Mm -hmm. And then, oh no, that's just Mm -hmm. a bar. No, the the world building in this is god awful. It's it's just god awful. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, even going to the point of it's a the apocalypse eve <laughs> like the 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 city's on fire and there, oh, there's something coming like <laughs> yeah. well, no it's already been here yeah, this is yeah, yeah. this is right. the aftermath of the apocalypse well right. and also most post apocalyptic movies or stories they're dealing with the apocalypse they're trying to fix it undo it figure out how to save humankind mm-hmm. from extinction this is nothing of that sort this is this is not about humans really at all. This is about the the immortals and their game. That's all this is really about. Yeah. They're not trying mm-hmm. to save anyone or fix anything. But like right. I saying that, I like that idea. I like this idea yeah. of like well, the world's gone to shit and we're left and we have to do this thing, which could be an interesting you could talk about a lot of different things like power dynamics and and you know you could get into some weird Ayn Rand shit if you wanted to well, but, but that's, I but that's yeah. not what they do. It's not there's nothing purposeful mm-hmm. about right. it here is right. the right. thing. Right. My thing is like for that is this it makes it out to be a really big deal at the beginning of the movie that this is like almost the apocalypse where because it's not the true apocalypse and it's just kind of like cities on fire and people are eating each other, something like that. If these guys have lived... Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, Well, I'm saying, but like (laughs) these guys have lived through so many different civilizations Mm, that have like, like they've seen the rise and fall of all these different things and Mm. lived hundreds, uh, who knows, thousands of years. I don't know how how old the oldest one. uh, I think is 5,000. There. So it's like, they've seen shit before So if it doesn't matter to them, I don't want the movie to try and make it matter to me. Right. Like I, you saying that's like an okay idea. Sure. But lean into that. And this is just another apocalypse. Right. (laughs) Like let's focus on our shit. And like, I think they try to balance that out and it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. because again, I think I talked about this in one of the other Highlander 
uh, episodes where give me the old grizzled immortal who has seen so many people die that he can't live with himself and that's all these guys have been through so much shit and they seem like they're super dumb they don't know how to do anything (laughs) and they don't seem any older than the actors right yeah i don't even think they seem that old (laughs) they all they all seem like they're 16 i kind of like the priest I'll say that. Why does everybody say that? Like, I've, I've watched He's several, a character. I've seen this movie reviewed in a few places, and they're like, I like the idea of this priest guy. And I'm like, what? I like him Tell because me. He, he's, he's trying something. Mm-hmm. He, is, yeah. he is in a character, and he's in it the whole time. Whereas, like, everyone else feels like they're phoning it in for most of it. Yeah. I, I'll, give, I'll give some points to Reggie, too. He's pretty consistent. But, like, Duncan and Mythos just kind of feel like they showed up and said some words. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the priest is actually a character who has some motivations. I don't completely understand <laughs> his belief structure. Mm-hmm. Sure. But he seems to right. understand it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I like that because they gave him a character to... Like, he when he makes a decision in the movie... He has a reason for doing so. It's like one. It's one of the few things that appears to have some sort of consistency and like right. track from the scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> it is weird, but sometimes he's just like, "Oh, it's God's plan," and you're like, "Wait, what? Religion is now involved in the source and yeah, the planets aligning? Yeah. Uh, this is too much, Highlander." Right. Yeah. Which again, it's like there's you know makes sense that yes you know it's these these people who have lived for all you know all of these years and okay like if that's like depending on when he was born it would make sense that he like you know came up very devoutly religious and whatever but that's like too much there is that is a, yeah. a whole like gigantic idea that they don't explore they just sort of like throw it out mm-hmm. there and yeah. and like smash it into this movie and it's ugh. Well, and if they no. if they had built it up where cuz they again, the voiceover at the beginning, they set up that there is this sort of dichotomy of like there's a bunch of people who believe this mm-hmm. and a bunch of people who don't. And it seems like Mythos and Reggie are on the side of the priest that they believe in this source and they believe it. But they kind of seem very like they apathetic mm-hmm. towards it like the priest is devoted to this uh and they just kind of seem like they're friends with the priest. So they're going to go along with it. Right. We don't see a moment where it like comes to a head of Duncan saying, no, this is dumb. You're believing in a false thing. Right. And they have to stand up to him. Right. They all just kind of decide to go to the source because. Right. It has the feeling of a movie that, that wasn't about anything until the last minute they realize, oh, it has to be about something. So they <laughs> yes. throw all the stuff in, which yep. is, again, not dissimilar to a lot of the other movies yep. in the franchise. Mm-hmm. But but there is a, there is a um, you know, it, people often talk about, maybe even Hitchcock said something like, um, it doesn't matter what your MacGuffin is, just that you have one. Mm-hmm. This disproves that. <laughs> <laughs> it does matter. It matters yeah. in terms of consistency of character to character. If we knew that the source was a thing that would save or release or do something for one of them that they were like trying to get to it. Like, why are they looking for the source? It's never explained. Well, and that's, I I made a note of like, surprisingly, this movie out of all the Highlanders, I think has the least amount of story. Mm -hmm. Like even like the least amount of effort put into trying to convince Mm -hmm. you there's a story. Mm -hmm. They just tell you there's a source and they need to get to it. Right. And yeah, when the whole movie's a MacGuffin, like, 
that doesn't work. It's just empty then. Yeah. yeah and the, the, and the, another opportunity when they realize that they're mortal as they get closer to the source, like imagine being alive for f- 300, 5,000, however many years, and suddenly you can die, you can't recover. That's a minefield. It's I mean, like, it's the only brain. It's like the, that's a not just physically, but like how do you adjust to that as a being? Who it should be a to, huge deal. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, it. I will give. Here's the one bit of credit I'll give the movie. Just a little bit. Here it comes. Just a little bit. I liked that moment where Reggie died, and they're in the car, and she's freaking out, and everybody's kind of like, "What? Why is he? What he should become? He should be back by now, but he's mm-hmm. not." Mm-hmm. Again, like you could do something with that mm-hmm. and they didn't really, but like right. I like that moment. I like that moment. It's the moments after oh, that yeah, ruin yeah. it because they just get out of the car and like then continue just on back their to way. Normal. It's just like it has not affected them at all. They're not like, okay, how are we going to defeat this guy? We don't, we're not immortal. Like we can be killed. And like, what do we do? They're hot. They're strung up by the cannibals and there's not there's one there's not one of them that's really freaking out about this like they're and maybe it's like maybe maybe the idea is that they've been alive so long they're ready to die fine but that's not that's nowhere else in the new no. movie yeah I to this other point too about the why they're all going after the source the only person who's given like a remotely meaningful explanation is Anna because mm-hmm. she keeps having all the visions that are telling her to go to the source and we're and like Duncan gets sort of like a half-hearted well okay I guess I'll follow her and like but everyone else I'm just like there's not and I think this also just uh, I don't know circles back to my larger issues with all things about this franchise and it's just like aggressive broiness at its heart (laughs) that like the only person who actually gives a shit about this is your only female character Mm. and like nobody none of none of the writers of this franchise have any idea what to do with women Mm -hmm. as characters Mm -hmm. women want babies right yeah and And so like they'll never adopt they don't like do anything and and, like that's like there's like this disconnect that like they they gave her Mm -hmm. a real reason to get there but didn't give everybody else real reasons to follow her Mm -hmm. Uh, which again there's like subtle tweaking that you can do to get to a place that everybody's like damn we gotta Anna's having these visions we better like follow Anna and her visions to the source or whatever it's even worse than that because they give her the visions but then they also give Reggie the computer with a map right 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 GPS right, right. Yeah, they give yeah. him GPS so he looks <laughs> oh we're going there and they look at her and she's like yep <laughs> well and in that moment it's like a really weird moment like she has this flash and looks concerned about something and then she has to be kind of snapped out of it I thought she was lying to him I thought like he's like that's way too much well no because like she sees a vision of the house that they had just arrived at and I'm like oh something is gonna go bad Mm -hmm. Uh and she knows it and she doesn't want to tell them for some reason but that's not true yeah but but that's what the the movie made me feel like when he's like we're going east right and she's like yeah I'm like I don't think she's telling the truth if you can can pluck your only female character in the movie out of the movie and the only thing that you that you lose is her having a baby at the end and being like the prize in the last yep. fight it, that is a clue <laughs> that is a clue that your movie is fucking awful well also if you remove her you remove the entire motivation of your main hero to do okay. anything because the only reason he goes along is because she is also going this is my biggest I the thing when I hated this movie it was at these moments Duncan 
I hate it in a questy movie when the hero has to be talked into every step. Mm-hmm. He is so, he is such a sad sack the entire time. He's never the one saying, we've got to go do this. We're going to go do, we're going to do this thing. He's always like, okay, fine. Every scene is like, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. And by the, I'm like, yeah, fine, me too. Like, <laughs> I could leave him then. Yeah, yeah. leave him behind. Like, let's all just go. But and instead, I, that's how he wins the whole movie I, is by saying he doesn't care. He doesn't want to do anything. It infuriates me. So, <laughs> that being said, it's time to talk about how each of us would fix this movie. I'll start. We, we got to burn it down. Yeah. Like, there is nothing to me that is salvageable. Here, there are good ideas here and there, but there's nothing in the movie that I'm like, oh, if you just focused on that, because nothing is a complete thought. Nothing is a complete, nothing felt, feels planned. Nothing feels, nothing feels like anybody was passionate about it, which is another problem I have. So, I mean, I guess I'm going to say if I I was going to make Highlander 5. What story would I tell? There are so many stories to tell that you could do with Duncan. That uh, originally uh, Anna was supposed to be Kate from the previous one, but mm-hmm. Lisa Barbusha was like, Mm-mm, I, "I don't want anything to do with it." <laughs> Good yeah. for you. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I just let. I w- here's what I would do. I would let the writers from the television show make a fucking movie with the characters they created. That's what I would do. That's I don't have any specifics about it, but at the end of the day, they made something that was cute and fun and entertaining and cared about its characters and cared about its audience. Whereas I don't think anybody else involved with this franchise really has done. So that's my fix. Matt. This might be the first time I'm saying this, but burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh, I also don't think there's anything salvageable in this film. And any way I try to think to fix it, I'm like, oh, no, that just breaks the movie. Like, it's done. So my literally what I typed out in my notes was my fix is don't make it. Just don't make this movie. Mm-hmm. If you want to go out on a Highlander note, just go out on the fourth movie and be done with it. Uh, I'm fine if they reboot it or whatever, but there's no need Nicole's for this not. movie. No, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> She's yeah. over there shaking her head. Mm. They'd have to like Bradley Cooper. Uh, apologies to Bradley uh, if you're listening. Uh, is not interesting enough an interesting enough choice for me to like replace like the lead role in Highlander. Like just like when they announced like saying like the Crow remake with Bradley Cooper, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I don't know. Christopher, it's, Christopher it's more of the same shit. <laughs> it's like it's 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 not you're not doing anything interesting. No. Yeah. Yeah. If you tell me like we're gonna go all in on this and put like the fucking rock in the lead role of the Highlander, I'm like that's Ooh. gonna be an action nonsense movie. Give me it. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be way cooler. Yeah. That would be way fucking cooler to have different yeah. culture mixed in with the yeah. Highlander. As I mean, you wouldn't. Call it, wouldn't it, the be, well, it wouldn't be Highlander anymore. anymore. It'd yeah. have to be something different. It would have to be the Rock being awesome. Would be the title. That's most of his movies. Yeah. You could do that. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't think there's much that can get me excited about the Highlander franchise at this point. Uh, it's, I, I considered for a moment. Finding the uh, there's an anime film that takes <laughs> that I think came out between uh, Endgame and the Source, and I thought about watching it before this so I could have something, and I just realized that is not a good use of my time. No, and we're so busy people, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even if I wasn't busy, it's not worth my time. Side so, note: When they were originally, when I used to think about them rebooting it, and this was a, a while ago, 
Everybody keeps looking at my dog, and I'm like, she's oh, moving. God. She she's moving. No, no. Just, she's just being cute. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Nick. <laughs> doing her thing. Um, like in the early 2000s, I was like, oh, you could have cast Ewan McGregor. There like, we go. That would have been cool. Can't now. But like then, that would have been kind of cool, because like he looks great with long hair, first of all. <laughs> he, that man has a good head of hair. And he can wield a sword. He can. And he's Scottish as fuck. <laughs> so, That's what his business anyway. cards say. <laughs> you're, you're Scottish, Scottish as fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess don't make it or just make a better, different movie that's not at all about Highlander. <laughs> yeah. Take these resources. Put them somewhere else. Nicole! That! Take these resources. <laughs> put them somewhere else. I Look, I... I don't feel bad about repeating myself over and over again on these podcasts because I feel like I am uh, – I feel like this whole conversation about how we fix this is inherently expending more intellectual energy on the, the narrative structure of these movies than any of the people actually involved invested in it. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, – I am – insulted as a member of the audience of their of their projects and i just like i i remain super fucking bitter about how much money these assholes got to keep making this to keep fucking around with their stupid idea that like i like i don't even i do not even give it credit for oh there's like good ideas there are ideas and like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like i don't nobody here is competent or capable enough to understand like the value of of any of those ideas like to the degree that we can sit here and say oh that's a good idea it's because we're plucking out elements and saying oh if you explore this idea in this way then that idea is good but like the fact that no thought like then it's no longer a good idea like that's just an idea that somebody like you know plucked off uh like a a list of ideas on the wall so don't make this movie don't reboot this like don't reboot highlander let it die like it like it had its moment everybody who wants to watch the original movie over and over again can do that like go knock yourselves out no more. I would say it had more than its moment. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. It had so much more than its moment. Uh, enjoy what exists. I'm like, I'm ordinarily the last person to shit on reboots. This is the one reboot that I would 100% shit on because no, let it die. Do literally anything else. Perhaps an original idea. <laughs> you saying that makes me think of like working with uh, student scripts, people, or, or not even scripts, but like, you know, stories and whatever, where you have that moment and go, no, this, this thing, this thing here that you weren't really paying attention to. Right. This is interesting. But being able to have that one-on-one conversation <laughs> with something, with someone is very different. And, and, you know, it's not a finished product where you go, whoa, right. you needed a few more rewrites on this thing. Whereas with a student, it's much easier to be very compassionate mm-hmm. and, and very aware of like, yeah, you're scattered right now. You don't, you don't you're have learning. You're, you're learning. You're learning. Yes. You know, and somebody is giving, you know, I I think it's very, people don't talk about it very much, but it's very hard to get your uh, work critiqued even by an instructor. So there is that there's that level of uh, openness and nakedness that you have when you give it to somebody when they and they're going to come back and tell you, okay, these things don't work Mm -hmm. for me. Right. But this people who are skipping that process and just be like, here's a movie and it's terrible. Tobin. How would you fix this? We co-opted your <laughs> your traditional fix it. None of you are wrong. <laughs> However, somewhat controversially, uh-huh. perhaps in this room, I would not burn this one to the ground. Ooh. Wow. Here's what I think 
they figure no, figured out it's a strong word. <laughs> here's what I think is still here's the pit they stumbled into that, that that could have been something. The idea of a Highlander movie that is a quest that has anything they are trying to do as opposed to just wandering the world trying to fight each other. Sure. That's a smart thing. Mm-hmm. The idea of a Highlander movie that has them traveling to a place that 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 sort of geographically it's it's following the arc of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that is a, a smart choice. Here's how I would fix this movie. It's still an apocalyptic thing. The the planets are a lot. Something has happened that has never happened before. The the other immortals are all kind of at a place where they are um, at peace with one another. They're not trying to kill each other, which is another thing that's that's interesting about the immortals in this movie. Your main character is Anna. She's having these visions that have something to do with stopping the apocalypse. And what it ends up being is she, and so she has to go get Duncan and convince him to come with her to go to this place and gather the immortals because before, in order to stop the apocalypse, there can only be one. So all these people who were friends with one another for all these years have to kill each other till there's only one. And they can figure that, that stuff out along the way. They don't know that's exactly what's happening until they get there. And so it's sort of taking kind of the story of the the, the elder story of the yeah. flashback in this movie and making that present tense and making Anna the main character who's trying to get them to do this thing. And it's I also think making it, sense of the first movie. In a weird kind of way, hmm. potentially. That 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 I, f- I feel like if you if that movie I think would take the bones of this one and make it at least watchable. Something that we didn't talk about, but that flashback uh, I actually found kind of compelling, where they were talking about the way way back, mm-hmm. like thousands of years ago. Like I would have watched that movie. Mm-hmm. Like that was more interesting to me. But I or it, or watching that happen parallel to this mm-hmm. journey, I think could have been. Interesting to see how they fucked it up, <laughs> and, and, but you don't mm-hmm. see them fuck it up until the end, right. and then you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, don't and make the, that choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's fascinating. I, I do think you're right. Um, I th- I think it was too much of an assault on my senses yeah, for me for to sure. give it that benefit of the doubt. It is, but... This is not good. I'm not... <laughs> this fits. This works no, for you real love bad. It, Tobin, we get it. <laughs> well, then let's start rating this sucker. And Tobin, you can go ahead and start. How many Torgos? Torgo scale, how many things are there worth seeing in this movie? Oh, God, that's hard. I'm going to mm-hmm. give it two Torgos. Wow. One, one for the horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, fair. And one for the my wife. <laughs> that's my wife. <laughs> that's great. Nicole, how uh, would you rate this? I have an enjoyment scale <laughs> that I'm going to retire after this one, but now that we've completed a series, but uh, it's a uh, sunglass wearing emojis. I continue to not enjoy the Highlander franchise. <laughs> uh, I, I I feel like I want to rate this one higher than I've rated any of the others because it's shorter. Oh, that's fair. Um, but I also whatever reason. But in my head, I the idea of giving it two is like <laughs> I can't. It's like unconscionable. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it one sunglass sunglass wearing emoji. Okay, Matt. Uh, this, this might be your final mushroom puppet. It might be. I haven't decided what a good replacement will yeah. be yet. Uh, but this definitely gets one possessed mushroom puppet <laughs> out of five. I thought about going lower. <laughs> but I don't think I've done that for anything. And I wouldn't say this is a worse experience than watching things. So it gets a solid one. Wow. Okay. I would rather watch things than this movie. Wow. I, Things infuriated me. This is the problem. This infuriated Nick. Yeah, that's my true. My rating system, which is the final time I'll be using this rating system, um, going back so that all of, the, um, all of the Highlanders are on the same rating scale, I rate 
uh, by category, like a storm. So a one, ah, it's not too bad. A five is dangerous. This is a category five. Mm. I hated this movie. <laughs> I hated it even more because there were actors and characters in it that, who I had liked from other things. But this is a miserable thing that nearly gave me a stroke. Like I was I was in physical pain the second night of watching this. I hated it. And I think this is a terrible, sad, awful way to finish off you know, the franchise, the film franchise, say what you, what you will of it, but I really enjoyed the series. As goofy and cheesy as it was, I really grew to love a lot of those characters, and I really liked what they did with it. And to have this be the final movie of that is just embarrassing. And you talk about being embarrassed for people. This movie, to me, was like watching a fail video. Like, I was embarrassed for the filmmakers. I was embarrassed for the actors. In ways that I wouldn't typically be for low budget, you know, B movies. Uh This one was like, no, you're trying to do something impressive here. And this is, ooh, you poor things. Uh Like, so yeah, this category five, I fucking hated this thing. And I never, I am done with this movie. I may go back and watch the others at some point. I will probably never watch this again. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Solid. So now it is time to do our segment called Real Good, where we recommend something to help get the taste of this movie out of your mouth. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to start, and mine is, borrowing a page from Matt's book, it's not a good movie, (laughs) but it is an interesting movie. It is the fifth in a series that I feel is interesting and good, and that is Hellraiser Inferno. Um, (laughs) Hellraiser Inferno was directed by Scott Derrickson, who directed Doctor Strange and directed uh, the... Exorcism. Thank you, Exorcism, which is terrific. Mm -hmm. Um, Really good. uh, If you want to watch a director who is very explicit with their camera work, watch The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It's terrific. Also, really great performances. Um... Hellraiser Inferno came after a slew of bad Hellraiser movies, and it's not a great movie. I don't want you to think I'm thinking it's a great movie, but it is really interesting, and it grapples with things. It's not the most sophisticated script, but it's it's interesting, and it's really love, lovingly shot uh, and well-acted. So I'd say check it out. If you want to see that, like, no, you can continue to make interesting films. They don't have to be great. I don't need a great Highlander film. I just need it to feel like somebody cares mm-hmm. and, and that they're trying. So, yeah, check yeah. out Hellraiser Inferno if you want to see what a good fifth installment <laughs> of, of, a fran- of a failing franchise can be. Matt, what's your real good? Uh, I was trying to pick something that came out the same year as this. Because mm. 2007 was, I think, a very good year of films. Uh, I worked at an indie movie theater that year and I got to see a lot of very good things. Cool. Uh, Like There Will Be Blood came out that year. Uh, Persepolis came out that year. There's a lot of good things that came out that year. Uh, And I was trying to think of something that was more like sort of low budget to look at like What's something low budget mm-hmm. that came out the same year as right. this? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. With but integrity. Is so much <laughs> better. Mm-hmm. And the, what I picked doesn't have quite as low a budget, uh, but it's supposed to look like it does. <laughs> um, and my pick is Death Proof. Oh! Uh, from Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Matt and I were just talking about this. This yeah. is, I think, our favorite Tarantino film. <laughs> yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, eh, that and Glorious Bastards are both up there. But I, I've, I think I've even recommended this film before on the podcast uh, for Real Goods. But I love this movie. It's very, very good. And uh, it came out the same year as this film, which wow. is one of those things that just blows my that mind. That is wow. staggering. The, I just watched Death Proof. Yeah, and there's so many. Like, I, I literally was like typing in best movies of 2007 to see like what good came out that year. And there's so many that are so <laughs> much better made than this film that I, it just blows me away that this movie came out in 2007. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah. So I mean, Death Proof is also like an exquisitely filmed. And, yeah. And Tarantino was his own DP for that movie. Yeah. And it's oh, still really. Yeah. Wow. And it's still beautiful. Yeah. And so just you go look watch- at that. Almost any movie that came out in 2007 yeah. <laughs> is better than this movie. So You want to see a beautiful movie from 2007? Go check out Sunshine. Whew. Also good. Yeah. yeah. Nicole, what's I'm, real good? I'm not going to make any connections to this movie. Uh, I think to get the taste out of uh, taste this movie out of your mouth, you should go far, far away from it. I just finished reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid last night, and I'm obsessed with it. It has literally, like, could not have less to do with the Highlander movies, but it's... That's your point! Uh, it's fantastic. It's very good, and everyone should read it. Or watch The Good Place. Those are the two things that I think you should, uh, that have literally nothing to do with this movie, but are great and will make you feel better about things. The okay. <laughs> That's great. Tobin, what's real good? I was looking at this movie and I, I recognized Anna from something. So I looked her up and my real good is going to be the best movie I think she was ever in. It was the following year. Uh, she was in a movie called In Bruges. Oh, Oh. She was? Yes, she's wow. she's Marie. She's the pregnant woman who runs the hotel where Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell <laughs> <It's funny>. live. <laughs> yeah. I totally missed Pregnant her. with Duncan McLeod, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, it's no. the sequel. It was from the very next year. And Ray Fiennes is so good in that movie. It's, That's it's such a, a good movie. It's a wonderful, uh, wonderful is not, not the right word to say that because it's very dark and uh, bleak, and but, but and darkly funny, but beautifully made and on for less money than they made this movie for it was a very low budget for that movie um i'm pretty sure that's true that's um, embarrassing as well yeah yeah and it's a it's a gorgeous looking movie so oh, yeah. anyway she so she's a dutch actress her name is um i had i had to uh, i'm going to try to pronounce it i hope this is right thekla ruten mm-hmm. is her name uh and she's been in other things as well um she seemed to be a an actor I saw watching this movie I'm like I would cast her in something she seems to have something as mm-hmm. opposed to some of the other people in the movie <laughs> um, and so yeah so go watch In Bruges uh, for some Thecla Rutin that's great okay well uh, normally at this point we would wrap up but I have gifts for everyone because you have suffered Whoa. Is it a big sword? <laughs> it's a severed Ooh. head. No, or even sure. better. <laughs> sure. So I don't have to do the sense. work. Christopher Lambert, severed head? <laughs> Nick. Oh, God. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. <laughs> All right. So oh, I hope no. it's just the copies of the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> he signed them. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it may be worth something someday. <laughs> All right, so I want you all to close your eyes. Oh, no. no. Yes. We're just like you, the listening audience. I thought really hard about these. These better not be wet. Oh, boy. Oh, God. um, (laughs) Just like immediately tensed up as soon as Matt said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Can we open our eyes yet? Hold on. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) 
my eyes open and I'm fumbling with everything. Hold on one I'm so scared because it does feel like a DVD. <laughs> All right, now I want oh, you no. guys to know how important this whole journey oh, has no. been for me. Uh-oh. Oh, God. And I thought long and hard about this. No. Open your eyes. You son of a you bitch! Bastard! Oh. You know how Nicole was mad that they wasted money <laughs> making these films? You gave them more money! And he Nick bought Jenkins. this! Oh my Nick god. Jenkins. My prediction was right! You're so welcome. No. It's all five films. <laughs> Nick, this is the worst thing you've ever done to me. <laughs> now, if you want to take them out and burn them. If you want to, you know, if you want to throw them in a trash compactor, if you want to do anything, oh. you you are free to do that oh, and have man. or if you just want to subject someone to them. <laughs> at, at some point, oh. you now have the entire Highlander collection. Oh, Nick. Congratulations. Well, thank well, you. Nick. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will not say thank you. I refuse. Oh. Last time I got a gift from Nick on this podcast, it was like sardines or yeah, something. Yeah. You got and now I'm getting Highlander. This is going downhill. All, the show is bad. called Real Bad. Uh, real bad friends. Yeah, real yeah. bad friends. That too. All right, we need to wrap this up. Uh, thank you guys for going on this extra long journey uh, with me through these terrible films. Uh, we'll have to do something else at, at some other point. Uh, yeah, you know, I really enjoy these. I enjoy the series going through them. Yeah. Like the the Star Wars one was the first we did, mm-hmm. and that was it was good to commiserate. Yeah, yeah, it's it is really fun to do. Yeah, the conversations have always been really fun. I've looked yeah. forward to the conversations yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it makes watching the movie worth it. Yes, right, yes. right. But Nick which is, actually which is was, kind of amazing. Nick was texting me last night, and he was not feeling well, <laughs> and was afraid that he might have to like call off sick today and yeah. not do this. And I was like, Nick, you can't be sick. I'm watching this. <laughs> movie right now right. there needs to be a reason that I'm watching this movie yes. and I laughed and laughed yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so no I don't know what we'll do uh, next we do have I have some ideas of some series that would be fun but the problem I have with Highlander is there's so many yeah. that five is a lot I feel like the Star Wars trilogy the prequel trilogy is like that's a good amount mm-hmm. of yeah. three movies. is a good amount it's, it's a nice little arc to be done with but yeah. like when you finish the first three Highlanders you're like there's still more. Two more yeah. and an episode of the show. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, thank you guys again. I really appreciate it. Tobin, you have a podcast. I do. It's called The Contenders uh, with a show that I do with my sister about movies uh, starring or directed by women uh, who don't follow the rules. It's a, gr- it's a it's a fun show. Our next episode, which comes out right after this uh, episode of this show comes out. I'm not making any sense. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a movie called Home for the Holidays. <gasps> uh, I love that movie. Which is a wonderful movie. Oh my God. It's so good. That spoiler alert, one of us didn't like on the podcast, but it wasn't me. I love it. Um, it's <laughs> Jodie Foster's second movie as a director with Holly Hunter. It's very good. Yeah. Um, Charles Durning is my Charles favorite Durning. thing in there. And Bancroft yeah. is so good in this movie. Tobin uh, and I are just going to we're going to get all over this movie. <laughs> this is kind of what Nick and I do anyway. Yeah. So you can follow us at contenders underscore pod on Twitter. Excellent. Nicole, you also have a podcast. I do. It's called Star Squad Pod. My best friend and I watch movies and TV shows and read books and just talk about all sorts of media together. And you can find it probably wherever you're listening to this podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at snark underscore squad. Cool. Matt, surprise, you also have a podcast. <laughs> Whoa, crazy. Wow. Uh, that's all we do. That's all any of us do is <laughs> podcast okay. all the time. Look, I'm okay with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, my podcast is called I Love It, and I talk to my friends each week about the things they love and why they love them. Uh, I'm excited because I think when you're listening to this, the most recent episode is about John Quincy Adams. Uh, 
the next episode of my podcast, Nick is on. Uh, oh, also, actually, oh. I thought you were uh, also about John Quincy. No, Adams sorry, I'm like, just, we recorded <laughs> we recorded it a while ago, so I totally forgot that I was like, oh yeah, that's that's the next yeah, yeah two days later because oh. I am also taking Nick on a journey that involves way more movies. Ooh, this, this, uh, this is true. Wow, <laughs> but they're movies he likes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yes. Well, so not all of them. Most of them. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. I had to watch Age of Ultron. Phase and... two of the MCU oh. is our next. Is the next yeah. episode okay. of my podcast, and Nick is Nick nice. is on our MCU journey. Uh, wonderful conversation. Yeah. So go listen to all of our podcasts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where can they find your podcast? Uh, anywhere podcasts are. Just search for I Love It exclamation point. Uh, and on Twitter and Instagram, it's at I Love It Podcast. Excellent. And if you want to follow us, it's re- at Real Bad Pod. And if you want to check out our Patreon. I would really appreciate it. You can go to patreon.com slash real bad pod. And a big thank you to Carly B. I love it podcast. Thank you, Matt. And Black Duck Studios, who is now our first uh, $20 a month. So a big thank you to you, Black Duck Studios, for uh, supporting us and becoming a member. I really appreciate it. And that means I have to do commentaries now. So (laughs) first commentary that I'm going to do is uh, a good movie. And it's one that I've recommended many times on here. It is The Terminator. So I'm going to do a commentary for that. And uh, I'm very I'm looking forward to it because I just rewatched it recently and was like, why is this movie so good? <laughs> it's still good. Like, wow. Anyway, don't know what's on tap for next week, but it should be fun. I think we're going to delve back into some canon films, which is exciting for me. But until then, this has been Real Bad. <laughs>